All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Of course, I'm Casey Campbell. But you already know that. Um, we are now joined by Casey Longo, uh, the, who is the head football coach at East Grand Rapids High School. Um, and of course, if you have not heard, um, of course, there has been a, there was a, there's a three week pause, of course, on a lot of activities, including indoor dining and um, in-person school for high schools and colleges, and also a pause on all MHSA sports. East Grand Rapids was scheduled to play Muskegon tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, we are supposed to play tomorrow. <laughs> well, first off, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. Uh, things are going pretty well, and appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, so how are things kind of going for – you know, just for you personally, you, you know, this has been a season unlike any other. This is a season that you're probably going to tell your kids when you're older. You know, remember when uh, we had to fight through a pandemic? We had to actually stay home for like eight months and stuff. But overall, how do you think, um, you know, for you, how has this kind of gone, this, kind of coaching this team and navigating this season? Yeah, like you said, it's certainly been different and challenging and um challenges and differences that we haven't had in the past and nobody's dealt with in the past. So things as far as um, preparing practices and summer workouts and that type of stuff and, you know, spending a lot of time with cleaning supplies and how do we disinfect and masks, what type of masks do our kids wear? Are they the gaiters? Are they the shields over the face mask? Um, that type of stuff, you know, shifts in and out of the locker room, getting kids in and out as fast as possible and, uh, generally, we do team dinners and uh, fundraiser and, you know, a big pioneer picnic where it's a big community event. Uh, so we've canceled those things. Um, Saturday film sessions and workout sessions we've done on Zoom now. So it's been a lot of differences. But, um, you know, I think the kids have managed it really well. The kids have uh, stepped up in a big way to make this whole thing work. What's been the biggest challenge there, Casey? Oh, gosh. I mean, the unknown, the uncertainty, you know, going back from last spring, wondering if we were going to be able to do anything in the summer to, you know, kind of going week to week, day by day doing that, you know, then no scrimmages, then we're on, then we're off, then we're on, then there's always rumbling and background noise of things that may happen. And then again, being here kind of waiting for, um, see what, what happens, go moving forward. When you look at you know, so far, I mean, obviously East Grand Rapids is a very, has had a lot of, has a lot of success over time. Um, you know, you guys are, were playing a tough team like Muskegon. Did you think that somehow, some way that this postseason was going to get stopped at some point? Did you ever think that in the back of your head? You know, I would be lying if I didn't say I wasn't aware that it was a possibility. You know, you look and you see what's happening out there in the communities and the state and, um, you watch numbers increase and, you know, you watch news conferences and you get on Twitter and you listen to podcasts and you hear what people have to say, but you just, you know, we like our, tell our kids, um, you know, we believe in focusing on what we can control and we would prepare like we had a game every Friday and, you know, we just took it stride by stride and we were just every day out there in the practice field or every game we had, we just counted as a blessing. So how do you, so basically now that we're in, I think we're now in day three of this. Yes. Well, obviously you've transferred everything over. The kids can't go out and see each other, well, as you know of. Yep. Um, so what are you doing with your team to keep, in, to keep track of everything going on? 
Yeah, so, you know, that was important. So we usually meet as a staff on Sunday evening to discuss the upcoming week. And, you know, we'll talk about schedules and practice plans and special teams. And then we get into X's and O's and that type of stuff. So we met um, around 5 p.m. last Sunday. And at that point, you know, there were rumblings and there were more and more things coming out that what might be happening around 6 p.m. So we started, you know, planning for our game against Muskegon. But also we spent about 10, 15 minutes just, okay, what are we going to do if um, we get shut down? So we determined, you know, we'd wait and see. We held a team meeting, a Zoom meeting that evening, um, let them know what we knew, fielded any questions that they may had, and then we reconvened Monday. So since then we've been doing a team meeting um, or after school about 3.05, 3.30 area for about 10 minutes or so just to reconnect with our kids, keep them engaged, um, try to keep some normalcy with they have a routine after school, what it's going to be. Um, check in on them. You know, obviously football is one thing, but we want to make sure that they're continuing to do well academically and, you know, emotionally and socially, because there's a lot of challenges that everybody's facing. Um, and with them being young kids, you know, we want to make sure we're there for them. So we do that quick 10 minute check in with each of them. And then we provided them an at home uh, workout that they can do um, where they can do it individually. They can do it if they've got free weights at home or not. And then we do, we've been doing some offense and defensive Zoom meetings again with the guys watching film and doing the best we can to prepare mentally for uh, the game against Muskegon. How are the kids handling this? Because I think that's maybe, you know, the coach, I mean, the coaches are like, you know, the coaches are like, yeah, you can, yeah, you just take it as it comes. But these are, these are 18, 17, 16, 15 year old kids. Right. You know, it, I've been. Action pleasantly surprised and I shouldn't say surprised I've been it's reinforced um we've got some really really good great kids actually you know they're smart they're intuitive they're hardworking. they've done a nice job focusing and staying you know keeping that task of controlling what they can control but um it certainly hasn't been easy as you know everyone could imagine so we have our ups and downs definitely but uh that's you know kind of why we want to continue to keep our routine as best or as normal as possible even though it's you know staring at a computer screen they've got their school which is virtual now and then you know get over to our quick zoom meeting check in with one another you know talk about the day talk about school and then you know try to keep it as normal as possible we're looking at film and uh, x's and all that type of stuff but i think they're you know they're hopeful they're optimistic um that we'll be playing here in about two weeks but they also understand it's not something that we can control right now. Um, so, so if we get, you know, if we do get going, I know everybody, I know you guys just, you know, I know the MHSA said this week and I know we've heard from them this week as well. And of course we just had Mark Ewell on yesterday and he told me that you know, the MHSA is committed to making sure that the fall sports get done at some point during the year. Cause you know, as I was talking to you earlier, football only has three weeks left. Yep. Volleyball doesn't have that far to go. I know girls swim and dive doesn't have an, have that far to go either. Um, at some point in the year, I know you guys are going to get this done. It just depends on is it going to be after Christmas or is it going to be, you know, maybe during the spring. Right, absolutely. And, you know, and that's something that um, we haven't – I can't say we've prepared for, but we've since last, gosh, I don't know, June or so – those things have been flowing out there. And I know the Michigan High School Athletic Association has done a really nice job of communicating and showing, letting us know kind of what their contingency plans are. So everything's on the table. 
So if, you know, I don't want to get into hypotheticals, but, you know, I got to ask you because I, I, you know, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. Um, in March, you know, if we do have to go, if we can't get these games into in December, and I know the mm-hmm. MSA is going to try all they can to do it. March, and it, the thing is, there's a lot of leagues that had a lot of layoff time. You know, I mean, I think it took like the NBA like five months to get back. I mean, obviously, obviously there there were then there were a lot of things we didn't know. Right. The, I think the NHL, I think, took about the same amount of time. I think the, I mean, obviously different sports, PGA Tour, a lot of distanced and stuff you know they took three months nascar's the same way they took about two do you think maybe the kids are gonna if there is that a lot of layoff time between games it's like oh we picked it up in november let's just go play in you know march april do you think the kids would be ready for that or do you think they might stay in shape because it's going to be colder this time around right you know i think a lot determines or depends on what happens with winter sports you know we've certainly got a lot of uh two and three sport athletes and our program, which we encourage. So, you know, if they're out there running basketball on the basketball court or on the, uh, skating on the hockey rink or that type of stuff, that'll certainly help them stay in shape. Now, football shape is a little bit different than those sports. Um, but it can definitely be done without question. Um, how that would look and the time frame and then juggling spring sports and all that type of stuff, I don't even want to try to figure that one out. And thankfully, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to be the MHSA right now, but you know, absolutely a job anyway. Um, so, so let's, you know, I always want to cut. You know, I know you have a pretty good team, so let's, you know, I know, I know you have some great kids. So let's maybe go through a couple of guys that, you know, that stood out for you. I got to talk to a few of them earlier on in the year, but talk about some of the guys that really have stood out for uh, you guys. Yeah, so Nate Milnowski, he's playing tailback for us, and he's a senior. He's an all-conference kid. Um, he's a very good football player. He's tough. He's smart. Uh, he's athletic, obviously. He's fast. His football IQ is um, very special. He's played uh, varsity since uh, sophomore year. Played a little bit of sophomore, a little bit of J, excuse me, varsity JV his sophomore year, and then played for us last year more in the slot as a receiver but has taken over that primary road at rail at tailback for us. And he's had a really, uh, really strong year for us. And he's a team captain, um, done an outstanding job. And then up front, we've got a couple seniors. Um, Alex Colk has stepped in nicely as the offensive lineman for us. Um, Reeve Doctor, a senior offensive lineman for us. And um, Colin McMahon is a returning starter, right tackle for us. So we've got those three offensive linemen. Grady Gooch is playing tight end for us, another senior. Uh, Daniel Masick, who we lost to injury as a linebacker, another team captain, uh, great leader. He was having a very, very good season for us. Unfortunately, we lost him in, you know, our week nine or last regular season of the game against Byron Center. Otis Ackerman, defense alignment. Jelani Levert-King, defense alignment. Um, Aiden Stottle, a skill position player for us. So, yeah, we've got some seniors that have done a really nice job stepping up on and off the field for us. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look back at, at whatever, whenever you guys get going against Muskegon, are you still, are, so how, so what does a coach do to like, you know, game plan and stuff? I mean, when you don't know when you're going to play, do you still kind of, the thing is, if we go into March, it's like, am I going to put, I, I got to keep going. I got, I, I got to look at this and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll put this away, kind of see, maybe. Yeah, you know, that would definitely but be What's different. your thought process with that, man? Um, you know, so 
I guess it's, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate. We know Muskegon pretty well and they know us pretty well. Um, we've matched up, gosh, I don't know, five times or four times in the last five years um, in the playoffs or regular season. And um, they've gotten the better of us. But so we're familiar with one another and we know how good of a program and great players and how well coached they are. So we've got a ton of respect for them. Um, but they know the same, they know a lot about us as well. So they're going to do what they do. We're going to do what we do. You know, rather we play in three weeks or we play in three months, we're not going to install a completely new defense or a completely new offense. And I don't imagine they'll do the same thing either. So um, what that will look like and how do we keep the kids engaged, but also realize that it's three months on the road and they may possibly play in a winter sport. Um, that'll be a tough balance, but I guess if, you know, anticipating we play them in two or three weeks at this point, um, just kind of game plan almost as if we were playing for a week one, you know, so we started game planning in the summer if we were to play Zealand West. Um, but no drastic, crazy um, scheme changes for us just because we're going to do what we do and we just have to get better at it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what's the – what are you telling the guys right now? What are – you know, what are the – what have they asked you? What have they felt? What are they, what are they feeling about all this? What, you know, what, what have they told you? They, initially that Sunday night they asked, you know, their first question was, you know, what do you think? Do you think this is actually going to happen? What are the chances? And I think I kind of, and I said essentially what you said, um, that the Michigan High School Athletic Association is going to do everything in their power to have us play these games. Yeah. Um, when is that going to be, you know, at that point, Sunday night, we weren't sure. They didn't bring uh, us details until Wednesday. But I said, you know, we're going to wait and see, but we're not going to, you know, play the hypothetical game. We're just going to trust that they're going to get this done and we're going to, you know, focus on what we can control. Then moving forward, you know, we've been blessed here with some relatively nice days. Um, so, you know, the guys have been getting out on their own and running and doing that type of stuff. And they're engaged and they're focused and they're getting those at-home workouts done at you know, squats and lunges and push-ups and crunches and that type of stuff. So right now, I think they feel pretty good about where we are. And we've had, you know, they, they're attentive in the Zoom meetings and they're asking good questions when we're game planning and looking back at some things that we can, uh, you know, certainly do better. So right now, I, would, I like where they are. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting either way. Um, you know, anytime you go out and play Muskegon, it's definitely going to be interesting for sure. But Yes. Uh, it's quite a challenge, but, you know, with that challenge is an opportunity. I think, uh, you know, we've talked to our kids that, I mean, they know how good Muskegon is. You watch them on film and they've got, they've got division one players running around and making plays and uh, coach Fairfield and his staff do an amazing job. And like I said, I believe um, we've accomplished a lot of things in our program and we've had a lot of success, but one thing we haven't done is ever beat Muskegon. We're 0 and 8 all time, I believe. So, um, you know, we'd like to do a first to get that first win and uh, we do everything we can to do it. There's any way, if there's any year to do it, it's this one. <laughs> a lot of bizarre things are happening this year, so it would be it would be uh, quite the uh, battle there. But anyway, um, Casey Longo, thank you so much for coming on and taking some time to join us. Um, uh, uh, good luck the these next few weeks, and when you guys get out there, um, good luck against Muskegon. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun battle, but uh, seriously, hang in there. Um, the kids are end up. Uh, give all my best to the kids. This is uh, a time. Great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you having me on.